The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Bit on Twitter. He's Mike Clement, Ole Miss baseball hitting coach. Hey, buddy. Hey, Ben. How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I figured uh, I'd get a call about the podcast this week. By a week in football. Not a whole lot going on. Let's, let's figure out what's going on in football. You act like we didn't line this up two weeks ago. You knew I was going to be texting you, and you still ignored me. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. We'll put it that way. Anyway, y'all scrimmaged or played an exhibition on Sunday. How'd that go? It was good. It was good. Um, we really, uh, we really, we really pitched it well. Um, it's, it, you know, fall ball in in non outside competition is set up, I think, a little more for offensive success probably because you can kind of get everybody hits and. Probably if you're a pitching coach, you don't love it because you're throwing everybody two innings. And Hunter Elliott doesn't get to run out there and throw seven innings and make everybody feel good about themselves. So uh, you're gonna everybody's basically equal. And you could say that on the offensive side too. But you know, like Elliott throws once a week, and you know, Kemp Alderman gets to hit every single game. But when we play outside the competition, not everybody can pitch, and we play 12 innings and we throw everybody two innings. So it's your it's essentially what would what we would consider our best guys, at least at that moment. And so um, we pitched it really well. It was good to see, really good to see. Yeah, but for the hitting coach to say pitched it really well, what you're not saying is what's the most obvious. 
Yeah, I told our guys on Monday. Um, we have had a really, really good fall offensively. Um, I was disappointed. Um, we scored and we were okay, but um, UAB's arms were not overpowering, and we did not. We scored five runs in twelve innings. Um, didn't didn't swing the bats great. It was it was uh, it was a little bit frustrating. It was probably the only clunker we've had um but yeah i wasn't super fired up about it if i'm being honest was there a consistent or kind of uniform through line that resulted in y'all not having a good day having your first clunker um i don't know that there was now again we the way we do the 12 innings and this is going to be super boring for people but we, we break it up into three inning segments and so uh we 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 do like a hockey line change after three innings. And so I get it. Like I'm sure some of our players would make the excuse of it's hard to get in an offensive flow and I get one at bat and then I sit for two hours and then I get another at bat. And all of that is true, but um, yeah, we just didn't swing it great. It was kind of weak contact and um, it's probably unfair to, to put that on, on all of the guys, but, but it's just, yeah, just kind of inconsistent. It wasn't terrible. Like, if, if you came and watched a game, you'd watch, and there were some bright spots. But it just, you know, I wasn't super fired up about it. In general, as coaches, what are y'all looking to get out of exhibition games against outside competition? Like, what's the overall yeah. goal? Um, I would typically – my standard line for me personally, I don't think Mike and Lass feel this way necessarily as much as I do. I, I'm not a huge fan. Um, just because the beauty of inner squads is that you get a lot of at-bats, um, you're pitching on both sides, you're hitting on both sides, and you can get a lot of at-bats. When you're playing someone else, we hit a 10-man lineup, and, and it is a little bit uneven. Um, but the one, the one thing that is good is you are, you are playing someone in a different uniform. So for all of the new players especially, they're putting on an actual game uniform. Um, they're going through the pregame routine. There's someone in the other dugout that they don't know. Uh, and so I don't think about it that way because I'm a coach and I've been doing this for a long time. And like, you know, the, the adrenaline of a fall baseball game may not be there for me, but then when I step outside of myself and, and watch our guys, it is really good for the new guys. Just, just to get in the game experience. We have a national anthem. We take pregame infield and outfield, you know, all of the little things, um, that make it game-like, I think, are, are really good for the new players in particular. Did any new guy or just guy in particular that's maybe not the best practice player and the game situation comes on and they just play different? I mean, they're gamers. You hear about this all the time in every sport. Is there any guy like that that maybe turned heads a little bit as far as how they played on Sunday? Ethan Groff. Uh, he has been really good in all inner spots. So th- he is the outfield transfer from Tulane. Um, he's a dude. He's really good. You're going to see him in our lineup uh, a lot. And, um, man, he's a really, really good piece. He he really knows how to take an at-bat. Um, he's a really good outfielder. Um, yeah, he, he he's good. He is good. That was a really, really good pickup, and um, he's going he's gonna to make an immediate impact for us, which is what, you know, which is what you hope when you, when you get guys out of the portal. But, right. um Man, he's 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 a really well-rounded player. He's going to steal some bases. Uh, just an old guy, and and came in and 
you know, it wasn't like well, I'm moving into the SEC and he's not walking on eggshells. Like he's, he's going to come in and get after it. He's a good player. What's the offensive profile and where does he kind of fit in the outfield? Yeah. Um, I think it's, it, it's he or McCants in center field. We've kind of uh, let them duke it out a little bit out there. Uh, I think the one who isn't playing center field probably moves, slides over and plays left field. Um, and he, Groff, is top of the order type guy. Um, I think if I were making out the lineup today, he would lead off. Um, just grind out at bats. Not a ton of swing and miss to him. Has some juice. Um, yeah, it's um, it's going to be tough to get through him. He's 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 going to be a good one. What about TJ? How's his fall been since he's kind of come back and started get back into a little bit of a groove? Yep. Um, he he's been a little bit up and down. Obviously, like like you and I talked both on and off the podcast. His his mom passed away in September, and so he missed a fairly significant amount of time with that. And so um, he's been a little bit up and down, uh, but him, like, I think we talked about Chatney last time I was on. Um, the, the the good thing about him is he's in a place where he knows he's going to play and he's going to play every day and he's going to be in there. So um, it's afforded him the opportunity to work on some things. Like he's walked more than he struck out this fall, which is a huge deal um, for him. And um, if he can walk and, He's really worked at stealing bases too. So um, he's been good. He's been good. Um, and, and, but I guess the unevenness probably comes from, you know, started the fall playing and then obviously there was a, there was a break in there where he wasn't in there and, and, and now back getting after it again. So um, it's been, it's been a good fall for him on the field. You mentioned the running component and I'm, look, I'm not going to complain. You haven't been bunting and that's great. That's awesome. Yes. But the running component hasn't really been much offensively for Ole Miss the last couple of years. Is that something you're trying to incorporate more, maybe? I, yeah, I think the thing for me is this. Uh, I, I, you kind of have an idea as a coach of what your team is in the fall. But I don't think you, even even like last year where we had everybody back, I don't think you truly know until the, the season gets underway of like, okay, this is actually what we are. And so my approach as an offensive coach in the, in the fall is, okay, if it's a guy who we feel like could steal some bases, we need to work at stealing bases. Now, whether that ends up being a part of our, our team um, deal or not, I don't know. I don't, I would still tend to think we're, we're, we're not going to do a ton of that only because, but, but the, the last couple of years we, we haven't because we've really slugged. And so, you know, last year, obviously we hit over a hundred home runs. And so that's what we were going to do. Um, and, and, you know, we didn't want to fool around with stealing bases because you get thrown out on the bases and it turns them into solo home runs instead of two or three run home runs. And we were, we proved that we were pretty good at doing that. And so, if I had to guess right now, as we sit here in early November, I would still say that we're going to, we're going to be more of a, you know, slugging percentage type team. Uh, but I, I would also say if you made me guess, we would not hit as many home runs as we did a year ago. Um, but we would probably hit more doubles and we would certainly uh, be on base at a, at a higher clip just because I don't think we're going to swing and miss as much as we, we did a year ago. And I think we're going to walk a little bit more. That's exactly what I was going to ask you next. Like, you lost Tim. You lost Kevin Graham. It's not yep. like you can hit 100-something home runs again. But how close is this team as far as slugging offensively, what you've seen for a month in the fall? Yeah, I think closer than what maybe 
maybe you would think based off of what we lost. Obviously, it's you know you're not gonna you're not gonna replace you know I don't know probably with with everyone that we lost we probably lost 50 home runs. Obviously, Tim's half of those, but you got Graham that was double digits, and then some guys you forget about. You know, bench hit a handful, Dunhurst hit a handful, uh, hit a handful, and all of those guys are gone, and that adds up and all of that. But Kemp is gonna hit a lot of home runs. I don't know what that number is. It's going to be a lot, and they are going to get, go a really, really long <laughs> way. Um, not that you get extra extra points on the scoreboard for them going a long way, but, man, it is, it is impressive. Yes. So, uh, anyway, I digress. Kemp's going to hit, hit home runs. Calvin Harris, I think, is is going to have a really big year um, and I think going to hit some balls out of the yard. Um and then, you know, and then there's some, some X-factor type players. Um, you know, Chatagnier is, is going to hit balls out of the yard. Gonzo is obviously going to hit balls out of the yard. So, like, there's all of those guys could be double-digit home run guys, or I would even say probably will. And Anthony Calarco, who we've talked about, who's been out all fall, was a double-digit home run guy at Northwestern last year. We'll have to see what that is. Ethan Leger is a junior college guy who has some, some juice. Um, so I, 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 I do think that we will be able to hit balls out of the yard. Just, I would agree with you though, that it probably won't be at the clip we did, did a year ago, but, but I don't, I don't know that we'll be terribly far behind that. The car buying process can be a lot. I know I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford, that's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The Ole Miss Spirit and Talk of Champions are coming up on the one-year anniversary of our move to On3. We couldn't be happier. Winning has certainly helped. Football continues to roll. Baseball is fresh off the first-ever national championship in program history. Life is good. But change is always hard. And I don't even want to think where we'd be without LinkedIn jobs, which made our initial hiring experience as seamless as possible. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Create in seconds a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs and add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile to spread the word about your opening. They offer simple tools like screening questions to make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses ranked LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. 
Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss football Rebels have a little over a month remaining in the 2022 season. You want them to finish strong, right? Well, you need to finish strong, too, with LinkedIn Jobs, which helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash TOC. That's linkedin.com slash TOC to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's LinkedIn Jobs, a proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. Talk of Champions is also brought to you in part by MyBookie. You know football, and you pick winners all the time, so why not get paid for them at MyBookie? Bet single-game spreads, money lines, or parlay multiple together to increase your payouts. Low contest entry fees and over half a million to be won make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler to have fun. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag, and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That's promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, to get your first deposit matched dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. MyBookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. How is Anthony Clarko? How's he coming along? Good. He has started swinging the bat. He has not been able to take live DP yet, but he's uh, progressed, progressing to where he's hitting off of a tee. People will remember he had, from, from our past conversations, he had hip labrum surgery, which we knew about in the recruiting process, uh, that he would be out for the fall. But um, he's close. I think uh, he's, he's like a month away from being like, full go swing it and all of that. So uh, he's going to have a pretty good run up to the season. And again, like with, like I said, with Groff, he's an old guy. So like uh, we're, we're betting on the experience in the college of bats um, that, that he'll be ready to go and he'll have a pretty good run up, you know, healthy and released sometime in December. And so he's going to have a couple months, obviously some of it will be at home, but he's going to have a couple months to be ready for, for the season. Outside of Calarco injury wise, you're all okay. Gonzo's out for the rest of the fall. Um, he had a collision at second yeah, base, and yeah. I can't remember. I, I think we talked about we that. Did. I wrote a story uh, about it, you know, doing exactly what you criticized me for doing a couple weeks ago, yep. and I led with yep. it. It's true. You did it. Yep. Yep. So Gonzo's out. Um, other than that, we've had a couple guys banged up a little bit, but no, I, I, no, nothing really to speak of. You know, maybe a guy missing inner squad for this or that. Um, but no, no one has been shut down for for the fall, and we really have this weekend of inner squads, and then the Pizza Bowl next Friday. Um, that is really more of a a reward into the fall type deal, anyway. Um, with the week of getting honored with the with the championship and all that, so it'll it'll be uh, it'll be a fun end to, to to fall ball. When you and Mike and Carl are all talking, have y'all accomplished so far what y'all wanted to accomplish? Are y'all on schedule, so to speak? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think the, the heart, I get asked a lot, <clears throat> hey, are, are we good? Um, <laughs> and, and good is really, really hard. The answer is yes. Yes, we are good. <laughs> but I, I don't really know what good means. And, and that's probably the same with each of my years here. You know, I, uh, we are good. But, we, you know, is good post the regional? Is good win the national championship again? What, what, what is good? And I don't, you know, if I'm being honest, you don't really know until the bullets start flying. But, uh, we have accomplished what, what we want to, I think. Um, and I think more specifically from, from the pitching side, I think they probably have a pretty, uh, a much clearer picture of, of kind of 
what what those roles morph into on the mound than maybe what they did uh, a month ago or so. Um, and and we're going to be veteran in our lineup again. And that, like we talked about before, I I wasn't sure that we would be a year ago right now. You know, we had some guys emerge like Kemp last year that is now back, and um, I think we're going to have an older group offensively, which which usually spells success if they can if the if the coaching can stay out of the way. Did you feel more confident this time last year or more confident now? Um, me personally, I would be lying if I said more confident now, only because we had everyone back last year um, from a really good offense in 21. So from an offensive perspective, I, I, would, I would just be a liar because we had, we had all of those guys back. I am super confident that we're going to be really offensive like we have been the last five years. Like we're going to be one of the better offenses in the league still. Uh, I, I, I feel, feel really confident in that. So I don't, like I, I'm not trying to hedge my bet or anything like that. It's just we had everyone back last year from our lineup. So I felt really good there. I would guess if, if Mike or Laugh were on this, and this sounds weird because we ended up winning the national championship. They are more confident in the pitching right now than they were 365 days ago right now, mm-hmm. because I, there, there were obviously a lot of question marks that lingered through the season. And some people would say we're a bunch of idiots for not figuring it out sooner. Um, but guys, we figured it out and we won. So, but when you have Hunter Elliott, you know, that's a pretty good place to start. So that gives you confidence. Like, Hey, if that guy's healthy, he's running out there on Fridays. I don't think that's breaking news. Um, and then it's just more proven pieces this year. You know, you got Mallets, you got Doherty, you, you, you know, you have some real, real pieces that have had success in our program. Um, and so you feel pretty good about it as long as you can, you know, plug those pieces. in. I, I, I think I forgot to talk about Mason Nichols, but so a lot of proven pieces. And then we feel like, uh, and, and you and I have talked about this before that Grayson Sonia is going to be, uh, superstar so um i think he's a future first rounder i think he's really good too so um along with some other new guys that are going to be pieces so uh i i would guess those guys would say they feel better right now than they did a year ago right now and the reason i bring it up is because i mean y'all felt good and then you're seven and 14 in may right yeah so you might be flipping the script you don't feel as good this year and y'all can come out of the gate super fast just finish like last year uh certainly laugh and coach they probably lost hair i probably got more gray hair um doing it that way but we would we would all take the end result yes. but i i'm good like doing the tennessee deal right like we're take our postseason and their regular season and let's just make it easy on everybody and we just steamroll everybody but yeah, that'd be great um you know in our sport that's typically not how it happens like semo rolls in here and makes us makes us look like awful awful baseball team and then Six weeks later, you're winning the national championship. So baseball's a crazy, crazy game. What's the next two weeks like as far as schedule? Um, normal fall ball routine this week. Uh, you're inner squad on Friday and Saturday. Sunday will be off. And then next week, uh, championship Palooza starts. I think we Wednesday night is the premiere of the season. Um, and so everybody gets dressed up and goes to the movie theater and um, gets to go watch the season. And then Thursday we go down to the governor's mansion um, and get honored by the governor. Uh, and then Friday we have the pizza bowl and we'll have the former players back and we'll feed them upstairs and uh, let them enjoy themselves. And then Saturday, 
uh, do the Walk of Champions, get honored at the football game. So it's going to be a full week of activity. And I'm leaving out whatever the players do on their own time up on the square in the yes. evening. Yeah. I will not be participating in that. Oh, that's disappointing. Have you ever yeah. done the Walk no. of Champions before? The only time I've ever done it in my life is uh, when we got off the plane after winning it. Well, we came back. Yeah, uh, flew into Tupelo, right. Yeah, flew, flew into Tupelo, and I was I was surprised at how many people, but never, never before a football game. So I guess we're, you know, it's two thirty game football team, whatever, two hours before. So we're like a little bit before the football team. I think we're we're rolling through there, and then. Um, Holy and then shit, Clem! Your first year was two thousand fourteen, right? My first, I, I Godwin left. Um, after the 14 season. So I got hired in the summer of 14. Yeah, well, I'm getting that. You were here for Ole Miss, Alabama in 2014. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So this weekend coming up. That's the day. More importantly than the goalpost getting torn down, that's the day Doug Nikhazy committed to to Ole Miss. Holy cow. So we have that game to thank. He and his father helped carry the goalpost through the Grove. No kidding. And then later that later that weekend committed. You know, how could you not? Next weekend could be that on steroids, and y'all get to walk through the Grove. No, no, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have all of our official visits in next weekend, because why not? Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be sweet. It's going to be... Uh, it, it's odd listening to our guys talk, and, and, and Elko and Graham and Bench and those guys who aren't on our team anymore. I think the celebration right after we won it was kind of a whirlwind. You know, we came back and there's a parade and all of the stuff that came with it. And then all of a sudden everybody's gone. So they've had time to be able to look forward to next week. Uh, and I think we'll have, have a better opportunity to soak it all in. Um, so they're, they're super excited. It's going to be awesome. And then, and obviously they deserve it. Well, rest up. You got a full week of celebrating. You got it, buddy. He's Mike Clement, Ole Miss baseball hitting coach. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Yep, anytime.